0: Welcome to the Town to Learning Show podcast series. Episode 48 with independent learning tech analyst John Lay. Today I interview Stefan Pinot, CEO of Training Orchestra about the new world of live virtual and hybrid training management. You can find more of our fiercely independent content at towntolearning.com. Welcome back listeners to the Town to Learning Show podcast series. On this show, I'm fortunate to interview the world's leading experts in extended enterprise learning solutions from both the vendor and the practitioner perspectives. Well, today is no different. From the vendor side of the expert equation, we have Stefan Pinot, CEO and founder of Training Orchestra. Founded in Paris 20 years ago, but now a global company with thousands of clients, Training Orchestra partners with any LMS and then manages the back-end complexity of scheduling, resource allocation, budget tracking, instructor optimization and other things for training companies, customer learning organizations, or really any heavy users of instructor-led training of any type or medium. Although ILT has waned in popularity in the last 20 years with the advent of online and e-learning, COVID really changed everything, revitalizing and re-energizing virtual, then live, now hybrid, learning environments, and system requirements. Stefan and Training Orchestra have been at the forefront of this change, and we're going to learn all about it. All right, Stefan, welcome to the Talented Learning Show. It's great to have you here today.
1: Thank you so much for the invitation. I'm really happy, and thanks for the great introduction, John.
0: All right. I can't believe it's taken so long to get you on this show. Uh, You and your your company, uh, Training Orchestra, we're going to start there, and uh, perhaps you could uh, We'll we'll just start there. Tell us about who your company is, where you're located, what it is that you do from a high level, and we'll we'll dig in from there. But uh, you're not a though you're in uh, with many huge organizations, you're not necessarily a household name. So uh, we'd like to learn more about
1: you. Yeah, excellent. Thank you so much. So so yes, as a positioning training orchestra provides. training resource management system which is a system designed to schedule classes you know manage the trainers the rooms manage all the logistics and the financial operations uh, in one end and um, so we have an instructor engagement portal uh, to uh, ease the communication with the instructor the situation as of today is that most of our clients so we have more than 600 clients uh, will have one of the very best learning management systems. so most of the time they already have a um, uh, uh, very good LMS, they have also uh, a, a learning experience platform but they still manage instructor-led training, virtual instructor-led training or hybrid classroom with XLS spreadsheet and Outlook. They still manage uh, uh, instructor uh, interaction with phone call and emails and they are losing a lot of time. It's not efficient. They cannot guarantee that they find the best available instructors that they optimize the way they use their trainers and the rooms. So so I was saying, even if they have the best LMS and LXP, they still manage ILT, VILT, and hybrid classes with XLS, Pechit, and Outlook. Um, And we at Training Orchestra, we provide a system uh, designed to manage the training operations. So scheduling the session, finding the best available trainer, guarantee you conflict free planning, easing the collaboration with experts. And sometimes you can have hundreds or thousands of experts uh, in an organization. Um, so we complement and do not overlap uh, with, uh, with the LMS. And as an organization, we're global. Um, we can serve clients uh, all over the world, uh, except North Korea, where we do not have a lot of clients, it's a joke. Obviously. Um, um, but but uh, except that we, we are uh, in most of the countries. So the, the system is available in 16 languages um, uh, with no accent, you know? We have no accent. It's only me who has an accent. The- <laughs> so so the, the system doesn't have an accent. I have.
0: Okay. And, and how long has your, your company been around? You founded it over, over 20 years ago. Is that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's 20 years that we invest. So what has happened is that when when you think about all those great system, uh, um, all those great ERP. 20 years ago you know they moved suddenly to uh, uh, they transformed them, themselves in a learning management system you know and they moved progressively to e-learning and they put the learner at core of, of their system um, but it's 20 years that all those system all those LMSs are uh, heavily investing uh, in uh, uh, managing e-learning you know, providing the best user experience for the learner, managing the learner. And they have really transformed the industry because e-learning is something like one-third of the training investment today. But think about it, we still have two-thirds of training investment where the session is run with an instructor. So it's an instructor-led training. So be in a virtual classroom or an in-person classroom. And still, it deserves innovation. So that's what we do at Training Orchestra. We focus on managing instructor-led training, virtual instructor-led training or hybrid session. And it's 20 years that we, we invest and we, we provide some innovation uh, to complement the NMS because, you know, today you need a good NMS to manage e-learning and the learner and you need a good training resource management system uh, to manage the training operation, to schedule your classes and make the most of your trainers and, and resources.
0: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Before 20 years ago, did the learning management systems have better uh, training resource management functionality and they got away from it, or?
1: I would say yes. Meaning at that time, you know, when I think about PeopleSoft and ACP and what they were doing uh, 20 years ago, it was, you know, they were doing a lot of innovation, but the market has moved to e-learning. And I Mm -hmm. think you know, now that you have 750 uh, LMSs, so all those companies put the learner and e-learning at core. You know, and we put a training orchestra, the instructor and the resources at core. So it's a, mm. just a different mindset. So that's why we're doing those innovation. We always try in everything we do a training orchestra to complement uh, the LMS and the LXP, and not to overlap. There is no need. There there are already seven hundred fifty learning systems. You know, there is no need of having another LMS or another LXP. You know. There are a lot of leaders. They are doing it very well. But we at Training Orchestra, we strictly focus uh, uh, on the 70% of, of investment, you know, making the most of the of the trainers, making the uh, uh, easing the interaction with the subject matter experts, making the most of the budget and of the time of uh, uh, l department or extending enterprise or training companies uh, because we can serve any kind of t- training organization. But it's mm-hmm. true that, you know, 20 years ago, they stopped investing all those great companies, because they have done another choice, you know, by a strategic standpoint, you know, when you see the market capitalization of all those companies, it was a great choice, you know, and um, we've seen that the clients were coming to us asking what we can do. And again, we didn't want to overlap, you know, we prefer to, to complement instead of competing against those, those, um, um, those learning management system.
0: Mm-hmm. In, uh, so I've had a, an opportunity to review about 300 of those uh, 750 uh, learning management systems that you talk about, and even though a lot of them focus on the learning experience and learning, you still see—I still see the capabilities of uh, you know creating a, an instructor-led class or a, a virtual class, and you know assigning an instructor and, and students to it. And you see that that level of, of capability. Could you tell me what a training resource management system does incrementally to that like what are the what are these LMSs missing that uh you know in that that management of instructor-led or resources can you give some examples to to help yeah Yeah, i think for for a lot of people that haven't been around 20 plus years they don't they don't know what that feature is those features are
1: yeah yeah that's that's an an excellent question so i would say that you know we, we could start with with the fact that as of today um, you know, most of the the, the best uh, um, learning organization, it an LD department, an extended enterprise, or a training companies, or even an association, they already have an LMS, so so they know what they can expect from their LMS. So usually, they will expect everything about. Managing e-learning, managing the, the learner, they can absolutely create a session, a class, a training event, an on, on offering to use some different words that are used by mm-hmm. the LMSs. Those concepts exist in an LMS. The concept does not exist necessarily in an LXP because the LXP, oh. they focus really mostly on e-learning. But in the LMS, you can register a, a learner uh, to, to a, a class, to a session, to an offering You know, to use their vocabulary. Um, so... The difference is that when it's time to find who's the best available trainer, who's mm-hmm. authorized to teach, um, can we guarantee that we do not create a conflict? free uh, 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 that we do not create a conflict for these instructors? Um, do we have to assign a simulator? Do we have to assign a room? Do, do we have to assign multiple uh, resources? Sometimes it may be uh, complex. Uh, in this case, uh, 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 the the clients knows that they manage all that in Excel spreadsheet and Outlook. And how do they manage today? Because most of our clients will will have a lot of subject matter experts and they will, you know, call someone or email someone uh, uh, to ask them, are you available uh, 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 mid-November to train on these subjects? So they're they're using the phone call, they're sending email, and, and that's what's happening. The clients today, they have the very best LMS they are paying a lot. You know, they invest massively in those LMS, but still, as soon as you need to assign trainer, find the best available resource, uh, uh, you, you need to do it manually. Uh, guarantee a conflict-free planning. It's important not to double-book a, tra- a trainer. You know, all that you know does not exist in an LMS, and that's what we do at Training Orchestra. And on the mm-hmm. top of that, we see a lot of financial pressure. Uh on uh, um, um, the, the, the clients, on any training organization. Um, and when we ask the question, but do you track your training investment? Because the main reason why you know uh, uh, they moved from ILT to e-learning, you know, because we had 20 years ago, 100% of uh, ILT, of instructor-led training, and now we have 70%. So the, the main reason why they moved to those 30% of e-learning was to reduce their training investment, to reduce the cost, it's the number one reason. But mm-hmm. when, how do you control your trading investment today? We're in XLS spreadsheet, XLS is, I love Microsoft. Training Orchestra is a full Microsoft product, you know, and we're hosted in Azure in Microsoft. So we love Microsoft. It's a great company, you know, and I love Excel, XLS personally. But how can you manage 100 million, 200 million, half a billion dollars uh, of trading investment every year in XLS spreadsheet and Outlook? How can you manage? Uh, 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 500 full-time dedicated instructors, 10,000 uh, subject matter experts in Excel spreadsheet and Outlook and with phone call. It's not optimized. It's not streamlined. So with Training Orchestra, you put you know, instructor-led training on autopilot. You can ease the collaboration, uh, launch a call for trainer. Um, so it's, uh, uh, it's, it's really a guarantee that you will find the best available instructors. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe in one word, John, but, you know, why, why have you been successful, you, John, in your life? Because at the beginning, you had great teacher. So it's important to have a great learner. You, you may have been a great learner, you know, and it's important to serve the learner. But, you know, finding a great teacher, today we were, or finding the great trainer, the best available resource for you that makes a big difference. So that's our mission to... Uh, 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 make the most of the, the most strategic resource, trainers, equipments, you know, and everything. Uh, and, and that's the mission of the LMS, to better engage the learner and make the most of the time of, of the learner. So it's two different missions. But, you know, to be successful, it's a great teacher or a great trainer in one room mm-hmm. and great learner. You know, it's the combination of both. So we, we complement each other. It's just two different missions.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we love measurement here at, at Talent to Learning, and and uh, you know, talking about making money, and saving money, improving business processes, uh, in, in terms of uh, you know in, in terms of learning. When you you mentioned so in light of that, uh, you mentioned that these organizations went to the thirty percent um, because to save money, cost reduction is the number one. But now they still have the seventy percent. How does your organization, or how do smart organizations? Manage that that seventy percent in terms of 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 trying to maximize their budget. You know all those things that you talked about and doing in the spreadsheets. You know they have costs associated with time and delays and you know how how do you manage that? You know what are the metrics of that seventy percent uh, since it seems so important and almost a forgotten seventy percent in terms yeah. of that that measurement equation.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's a great question. So I would say so multiple ways to answer. First of all. Uh, you can manage what you measure, you know? So first of all, it's very important to know where you are with your, with your budget and where you will be by the end of the year. You know, if you manage that in an Excel spreadsheet, it's not necessarily real time. You don't have access to all the information. So first, uh, second, uh, I would say that for those who have a lot of uh, dedicated instructors, it's everything about optimizing, making mm-hmm. the most of those resources. Um, if you know, I'm thinking about a very large banks, The mission they give to training orchestra uh, is to move from 65% of resource use to 85% of resource use of the yeah. trainers. You know, so making the most of their strategic resource. Um, so is a way is a way to save because then someone can do way more uh, uh, session, facilitate a lot of session. Um, uh, another subject um, is also. Um, uh, um, Having the ability to map uh, 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 the, the, who is able to teach on what, you know, mostly for the, for the experts, because you can have 10,000, 20,000 or 100,000 experts in a company, you know, in different domains. Um, so being able to map and to interact in real time with those instructors, you know, so for example, we have the, the call for tender, you can find very good trainers instead of always using the same and calling the same because you, you know them. Um, so you will detect and engage uh, trainers. And also you can better use your internal resources. Uh, and it's usually more contextualized when you train someone uh, because they already know the culture of the organization and everything. And you can also side effect, reduce your budget uh, that that you use and that you give to some other uh, companies you know if ever you you're um, i don't know a training business you run a training business you prefer to better use first your instructors uh, and uh, maybe some of the experts because many external enterprises are part from a larger group you know so they may use also internal resources I'm thinking about p w c for example you know they they use their consultants to train their clients you know so mm. they do have this Large list of consultants that they, they can use, um, and so they prefer to use someone from their own organization instead of from from someone from another organization. Obviously, um, so that's that's another way, and. Um, uh, also uh, we can uh, automate all the training operation uh, people mm-hmm. are spending a lot of time uh, uh, you know in excel spreadsheet and outlook and uh, so there is the cost of the mistake so that, that we have a task management system because it's very complex to manage ILT and the ILT. do we have did we comfort to the trainer did we do the room do we have i don't know the lunch now everything is virtual or but in a few weeks or months we will be back uh, to hybrid session or sometimes in person session. so if ever we forget something if ever we forget just to confirm to the instructors you know you will have all the learners but the instructor mm-hmm. does not attend you know so but all those tasks are pretty complex to manage so that what you know any mistake you will pay a lot for any mistakes so it's also you know securing the process uh, um, and and guarantee a complete fee planning that you do not double book a resource because it costs a lot. Any mistake costs a lot. So it's not just mm-hmm. studying at mid-time. You know, it's a it's a small portion of the value that we bring. It's really, uh, uh, you know, controlling the training investment, making the most of your strategic resource, finding the best available trainer, even if they are experts, um, um, guarantee conflict free planning, and uh, also um, um, uh, uh, be able to, to track all the tasks and to secure the training operations.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That's great. Wow, what a great summary on optimization and places to to uh, to really squeeze some efficiency, uh, squeeze a lot of efficiency out uh, by just having visibility and, and being able to manage. So it, I keep on coming back to this two thirds number. Um, so this this two thirds number is Ilt, and then you know eighteen months ago, twenty months ago, whatever it was, uh, COVID hits and uh, the whole world changes. How 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 did COVID quarantine? hybrid events, Yeah, you know, how, how, what are the challenges now uh, with organizations that are running, uh, we're running pure instructor-led uh, type initiatives and, and you know, are struck with this and how to, how to modify, how to change. Like, what was the impact uh, that you saw from your perspective on the industry, the challenges, the impact? It's a big yeah, question.
1: Th- th- thanks for, yeah, thanks, John, for, for asking this question because this is very important. So if we compared yesterday with tomorrow, um, uh, uh, so the, the situation uh, where that uh, the organization were having, uh, 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 were organizing a session. So usually we, let's say that we have a, a three uh, consecutive day session with one instructor in one room and tomorrow uh, in a hybrid world, you know, because the, 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 the learners are hybrid. So you have to offer a hybrid session. And the complexity of having a hybrid session is that you need uh, obviously the same trainer, but on the top of that, you need a producer to support the trainer because you organize that in a virtual classroom. So you need, a, 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 so already a trainer, a producer to support technically the trainer, mm-hmm. you need a virtual classroom. And now that we're hybrid, you still need the, the, the um, room. So you move from two resources to four resources. And before you were doing this, those sessions three days in a row, now you will organize five or six sequences of half day so it was difficult, you know, 18 months ago to manage training operation in XLS spreadsheet. It has become impossible. That's why training orchestra is growing so fast too, is that uh, now it's more than a must have, you know, it's becoming absolutely impossible to manage such a level of complexity with XLS spreadsheet and outlook. And um, also, the companies need to, to, to win the war on talent, the war on talented instructors. Uh, Mm -hmm. Finding and detecting and engaging the best available instructors is also uh, uh, something that is difficult to do because everyone, the best available instructor, they have have another job, you know, someone who is excellent in marketing. uh, We need this person to to, to, to do her or his job, you know, and Mm -hmm. now we're saying, oh, we need the instructor. So we need to, to win the war on those talent, you know, and it makes the difference finding the best available instructors is, uh, uh, um, is very difficult to do. So there is this war, and we're here also to, to help, um, uh, the, 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 uh, the training organization to find the best available trainers. <laughs>
0: I never considered that there wouldn't be enough trainers, but there probably is a, a big, big opportunity for somebody to, to help, uh, uh, to help train trainers, <laughs> to be better virtual trainers. Hey, something that probably obvious to you, but maybe uh, not to me and everybody else. What's the difference between VILT and hybrid?
1: Oh, that's that's a great question. So, yeah, sorry, you, you know, you, there there are a lot of acronyms <laughs> in this industry. So, I, 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 we use ILT for uh, instructor-like training. Uh, I think that you know it, it, that's pretty popular uh, if we are uh, um, uh, in in the US. Um, but you, you know, for example, in UK they will use different terminology uh, for, for that, um, and uh, um, they, they will say most of the time in-person uh, classroom, So so and so they will say virtual in-person classrooms. Where where uh, in the US or Canada we would say virtual instructor like classroom, one it's virtual. So the difference between hybrid and, and virtual is that hybrid is a mix of an in-person classroom and a virtual classroom. So that's mm. the combination of virtual classroom plus in-person classrooms, it's hybrid. Why? Because you, you will have hybrid group, group because people are hybrid. They will be three day on site and two day at home remote. And when you organize a session, now you have the complexity of those learner Well, you have, okay, uh, uh, 60% of the group on site and 40% of the group uh, uh, at home, because it's like that. We we live now in a hybrid world. So you need to organize hybrid session. You need to say, okay, this session will will happen in New York uh, um, uh, um, uh, and those on site will attend the session. But those who are virtual, uh who are still invited to participate so you have a mixed group of uh and Dell, you know uh, is a great example of that because it's many years that they manage those hybrid session and that they they set up an environment in the classroom where the instructor can easily uh uh, uh, uh support uh, uh learner that are with them, with the were with them with the in the classroom and distant uh, learner, those uh, were remote. Um, and so they have organized everything in the classroom to facilitate uh, uh, the, the mission of the instructors.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, that hybrid would be here is here to stay? That that's it's the pendulum is not going to swing all the way back to ILT again, or or not?
1: What, what are your thoughts? So, I, I think that, uh, um, I, I would say that. Um, The the bigger question I could ask is that, do I think that uh, 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 employees will remain uh, uh, hybrid? It is Mm -hmm. a mix of in-person and, uh, uh, well, on-site, sorry, that they will come to the office from time to time, but they will be also remote. I would say, yes, it's going to be here to stay. So if ever I'm right on that, I think that the the, the sessions, the classes, you know, will be the same. It will be a combination of people who are on site and people who are remote. So in this case, I would say, yes, Uh, I think that hybrid uh, session is here to stay. And we're seeing that also in training orchestra. Uh, So we manage $6 billion of training, of budget uh, Mm -hmm. uh, every year. And we're seeing that for uh, uh, 2022, the clients are scheduling the session and, and they do not know if it's gonna be onsite or remote. They don't know yet, you know, but that's why they schedule hybrid session. And so we're seeing that, you know, we're seeing that for 2022 um, it's coming because they, they know for sure that they will have a hybrid worker. For sure, they know that. And maybe they'll come on site, but not all of them. You know, will everyone be vaccinated? Will everyone uh, will be in a position to be able to travel? Before, you know, every, everyone was traveling. Now someone, you know, may probably in some organization have the choice not to travel. So in this case, there is a big chance that we will have a hybrid session for a couple of years.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. People is like there... to be remote? <laughs> I like to be remote. I live on a tree farm. The... I don't want to go uh, uh, be live all the time if I can help it. So is there a, a spot, we're running towards the end of our time already, um, is, is there, where is the line where spreadsheets are okay and the a line where, where they're not like, I would imagine that, you know, bigger organizations, you know, the, the scale of what you're talking about and the examples that you're using are, you know, bigger organizations with lots and hundreds or thousands of, of trainers. Is there some level, I guess, maybe that's a better way to ask. Is there some level where, uh, a training resource system doesn't make sense or some level where it absolutely makes sense. Like, where, where is that line in the sand for our listeners?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a good question. Uh, um, the, answer, the answer is the same that for a doctor. How does it hurt? You know, does it hurt <laughs> a little bit? You know, and you can live with that, or does it really hurt? You know, and when we uh, are at some, when we used to be at some event, you know, even if we we had a chance to, 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 to go to, to, to a handful of, of uh, events uh, recently, um, sometimes we 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 explain to to some, you know. A participant: Well, we are training orchestra. Uh, we complement the LMS and we manage training operation. Usually, our clients will have one of the best LMS, but we we'll manage ILT and VILT with Excel spreadsheet and Outlook. And they say sometimes I manage in Excel spreadsheet and Outlook, and I'm an I give phone call to instructor to know if they are available. And when we ask the question, "Is it painful?" and they say no, I'm happy like that. So training orchestra is not for them. But um, for those who say, "My God, it's..." 20 years I'm looking for a system like training or those one they are welcome you know and we can show them the value that they can get from in 20 years of innovation in managing ILT VILT and hybrid session so i think it's just a question of it's always painful uh, is it mm-hmm. very painful and you need a system to do it or is it just a little bit painful and you can live with that
0: mm-hmm. And, and the pain would be mainly the manual lifting. So, you know, all, all the manual lifting is the pain.
1: Yes, absolutely. Manual and also not being able to find the best available instructor. Uh, sure. Or not being able to secure your training process. Uh, not being able to guarantee that you are not going to create conflict for the trainer. Mm-hmm. Or not being able to uh, manage and have all the education. All the indicators to control your training investment because you remember the main reason why you know the entire market moved to e-learning is to reduce the cost. So why don't you manage uh, your training investment? You know why don't you uh, uh, manage in a system the profitability of your training activity if uh, you you train external audience like clients, partners, and, and distributors. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the financial impact, it's not just about admin performance, um, it's, I would say, 5% of the value that we sell. Um, it's a lot about making the most of your strategic resource, like trainers, optimizing the resource use, you know, guarantee conflict pre-planning. It's more on those subjects. Obviously, you know, uh, um, uh, you, know you, you can save time, but there, there, there is a lot more than that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, last question. And this one's from an advice standpoint, we always finish up the show with some, some good practical advice. So any way you slice it, there's going to be a training orchestra or a training resource management system, but organization is going to get to a point where that's an incremental system to purchase, uh, to, to solve all the problems that, that you've talked about. So to get that incremental system, What's the best way to get that conversation going? Because a lot of times that, that takes more than a, you know, a day that that might take a, you know, a few months or a year you know, to get into a budget cycle and say, OK, we're going to go ahead. Any advice on somebody that doesn't have a training resource management system now and wants to get one funded from a budget standpoint in their organization? Is there what's what's the quickest way to get it sold internally? That's probably a hard yeah, question.
1: It's, it's, it's a very important question. And most of the time it has been already sold. That's, that's what is difficult, you know, because most of the time uh, the, the, the teams, um, uh, you know, when they request the budget, they said, well, we are 30% of e-learning and we want to grow and we want to serve the learner. And we have 70% of uh, ILT, V-ILT. And for that, we need an LMS." You know, because it's true that you can register participants uh, in, in the learning management system. So what could be difficult for some organization is that it has been sold. You know, uh, you, know you already have an NMS. Why would you need another piece of, of technology yeah, for, for doing exactly. that? And I think that um, uh, uh, working on how well do you use your dedicated instruction for today? Just this question, you know, will take five days to answer Where should we go? You know, defining a strategy. How should we make the most? Should we move to 60% to 80% of resource use of of the trainers? How well do you use the other resources? Um, um, How many uh, experts, subject matter experts, do we map? Uh, And usually, and how can we uh, better engage them, you know, be it internal or external subject matter experts, how can we ease uh, uh, the, the communication with them, how, how do we control our budget, how do we know where, we are? as of today, if you open Training Orchestra, you see where you are, how do you know where you will be in three months, six months, it's, you don't have any information, all that is spread out in Excel spreadsheet, and Outlook, and you know, and I love Microsoft, and um, uh, so, It's it's not efficient, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not a way uh, to manage 70% of your training investment, Uh, considering that learning is the second largest budget after the payroll. First, you have the payroll, you pay your employees, and the second largest budget in HR is learning. Is it normal to manage 10, 100, 200, 500 million dollars? every year of training investments with XLS, and Outlook, you know, mm-hmm. there is a better way to, to, to do it obviously. So mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, um, talking about the reality, the reality is that we're not doing 100% of E-learning, So the NMS is not gonna solve 100% of our problems and the LXP, uh, even if they are a very, very important piece of technology, uh, it's just addressing the, the reality. The reality is that uh, 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 ILT is still here. There is a big complexification uh, thanks to hybrid learning. You know, so it's time to ask the question, and it's not possible anymore uh, uh, today in 2021 uh, to manage that in Excel spreadsheet and Outlook. While we're using the very best learning management system and LXP to to do it, Uh, so there are some innovations and. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it, 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 it makes sense, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, investing in innovations, if, if we can demonstrate the value. So we have a lot of RI calculator that our clients like, like to use, you know, to demonstrate the, the value they can get from such a system.
0: Well, wow, great. Sage advice. Uh, Stefan Pino, from CEO of Training Orchestra.
1: Another advice would be to call John May, (laughs)
0: the
1: opinion from a great analyst. I should have uh, even should have led with that,
0: (laughs) Stefan. No, that that, that's great. What uh, you know, it's it's such an interesting topic today because it's it's it it is such a impactful way that you can. that's being left on the table inside organizations by uh, you know by the efficiency, by the war on instructor talent, by the optimization. Uh, these are all things that you can really drive the, the overall profitability and effectiveness uh, and cost savings of, of a training organization. That I just don't hear talked about uh, very often. And, and but with with so much of training being instructor led in hybrid. It's just amazing to me that uh, organizations leave that analysis in the gray and, you know, and and don't have that fiscal measurement in black and white like they they should. And I think that's a a big opportunity for any training organization, any extended enterprise training organization or training company or publisher, uh, consulting uh, organizations. You know, they all have opportunities here to become more efficient, and that efficiency is really helps everything, including the end learner experience that somebody else is worried about. Uh, But it it all aids to the same mission. And and so uh, fantastic green acres or green pasture that you found for yourself and and training orchestrates. Uh, You found a problem and you're solving it and solving it differently and better than anybody else. And so congratulations and uh, thanks for coming on the show today to tell me and all our reviewers about it. And listeners, uh, if uh, if you're in that position of heavy lifted and spreadsheets and outlook, uh, you might have heard uh, a whole uh, whole bunch of uh, opportunities today to to maybe uh, advance your solution. So there you have it. Thanks for tuning in tuning in to the to Learning Show. We hope to see you on the next one. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, Stefan. Thank you, Jim.